You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young men grow into the men God has created them to be. What's up, everybody? This is Charlie Ingemach, and I am your podcast host. Today, we're talking about obsession. Yeah, obsession's kind of a dirty word, um, because usually when you hear that word, it has a negative connotation. If somebody tells you you are obsessed, they're usually telling you you're way too into something you care too much. You are obsessed with football. She's trying to tell you to spend less time sitting in front of the TV and more time with her. You are obsessed with your hair. They're telling you it's annoying to keep seeing you reach up and comb your hair again and again and again. You are obsessed with shoes. Well, they're telling you they have too many shoes and they can't afford this habit anymore. Okay? Obsession is usually a bad thing, but sometimes obsession will serve you well. In fact, often an obsession will serve you well as long as it's within balance and within reason. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. If you really, truly are going to be successful in something, you need to make sure you spend time on it. You're not going to get better at something if you don't spend time on it. And you're going to spend more time on it if you care about it. If you really, truly care about something, you're not just going to wing it. You're going to put some work into it. Okay? Make sure you're putting work into the things that are important to you. The first thing you need to do is you need to sit down and decide what in your life is important. You need to make a priority list. Actually sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and write down your priorities. Up at the top should be God. Up at the top should be family. Up at the top should be friends. That's not a joke. They should be there. Okay. Then you're going to figure out how you're going to make those things look important in your life. How are you going to spend more time with family? How are you going to spend more time with friends? Maybe you need to sacrifice some of your time with friends to spend with family. Maybe you're not spending any time with God, so you need to sacrifice time from friends and family to spend with God. Second thing you need to do is figure out how you're going to make that happen. Okay, Spending time with God is a pretty simple one. Get it done. Just do it because you're not going to heaven if you don't have a relationship with your heavenly father. Okay? This is not something you earn. It's a gift to you, and it's a gift that's given through faith. And if you don't spend time uh, nurturing that faith, that faith is going to die. So get in your Bible, spend time with your Heavenly Father, and talk to Him in prayer. One of the best times to do that is in the morning. One of the other best times to do that is in the evening. Either when you're gearing up for your day or when you're ending your day, chunk out 20 minutes and read your Bible every day. Read a chapter, say a prayer, go to bed. It works, it's simple, it's easy, and it will pay huge dividends in your life. Now you need to spend time with your family as well. And that doesn't mean you're sitting in your room and they're all outside. You need to figure out a time you get to spend with your family. Maybe you say, every week my dad watches the Packer game, and I'm going to sit down with my dad and watch the Packers. That is our family time together. Good with me. Maybe your family prioritizes family dinners. And you know that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, mom gets off work early and cooks a big dinner. Make sure you're home then for Monday, Wednesday, and Friday dinner and spend some time with your family. You, haven't, you don't know your little sister very well? Well, guess what? You're going to volunteer to drive down to school and pick her up on days where she has basketball practice. Spend that 10 minutes in the car talking to her. I promise it's going to improve your relationship. And 20 years from now, looking back, she's going to adore you for it, and she's going to love you for it, and she's going to be thankful for every minute she spent with you. Okay? Invest in your family. Find a way to do it. It doesn't need to be tough. The last thing you need to do is make sure you're spending a healthy amount of time with your friends. Now, this does not mean you need to have 40 friends and you're hanging out every day. Pick 
four or five close friends that you adore, that you can't live without. And I'm not joking. I'm not trying to be weird and romantic or silly. You need to have guys in your life that you literally know so well and spend so much time with, it's hard to leave them alone. Okay? And the way that you get relationships like that and close relationships like that is by investing in them. And you can't invest in them if you don't spend time with them. So be intentional about it. Say, all right, dudes, on Thursday night, we're going out uh, to eat f- with the football team. And after we eat with the football team, the three of us are going to go back to my house and we're going to work on our homework together and we're going to you know, talk about life, whatever. And just do it. Just talk about it. Or say, hey, uh, I know you live down the street. Let's carpool to school together and then spend a half an hour every day just talking to each other, getting to know each other better. Maybe you sit at lunch and instead of talking about the game from the night before, just open up and say, hey, dude, how's your family? Hey, how's your relationship with your mom? I know it sounds weird and awkward and um, it might not come really naturally, but those are the guys that you want to be friends with and those are the guys that are going to be friends with you for the longest are the guys that you can get down and dirty with and talk about real stuff. It doesn't have to be every day. I'm not saying eliminate those fun conversations altogether, but you do need to build close relationships with your guy friends. Okay? It's super important to have your brothers. Now, one of the special tools that you're going to use to build this group of friends, some people call it your tribe, your band of brothers, whatever, call it a wolf pack. That sounds kind of fun. Anyway, one of the tools you're going to use that is you're going to think about what do you guys have in common, what do you love. So if you're a marching band kid, you're going to get together with marching band kids. If you're a football player, you're going to find friends on the football team. If you are a um, drama geek, you're going to find kids that do drama with you. I'm not saying those should be your only friends. I think you should be well-rounded and have friends from all over the place. Okay, But as far as your super close friends go, they should be people that have things and interests in common with you. And the reason for that is you're going to spend more time with them and you're going to have more things to talk about if you have things in common. Okay? If you have no clue what they're talking about and they have no clue what you're talking about, is it going to be a valuable conversation? Absolutely not. So if your friend doesn't know anything about football and you are obsessed with football and uh, you guys are sitting down trying to have a conversation, you're going to have very few things in common. Okay? So your closest friends should probably be people that are involved in things that you are involved in. And it's also going to make it easier for you to be obsessed with the things you should be obsessed with. Yeah, we're getting back to being obsessed. Sorry that I kind of, I didn't digress. Sorry, I'm getting mad at myself. Now, I'm going to stop apologizing as well. Never apologize unless you have something to apologize for. Folks, (coughs) if you're going to be really good at something, you need to be obsessed. The best football teams, football teams that perform above average, have above average relationships with each other. They get together all summer long, and they work out crazy hard. I've got a cousin who, who plays high school football, and he's not a star on the team. He probably should get more playing time than he does because they're playing him at the wrong position. But we don't need to talk about that right now. Those guys outperform their coaching, and they outperform their skill because they have such great relationships with each other. And what I mean by that is they don't have the best coaches in the world. Now, I'm not bashing them, but there are certainly better coaches in the world. Um, And the teams that they lose to are really, really well coached, really, really disciplined teams. Now, these kids, even though they aren't super disciplined, they don't have a lot of skill, and they don't have great coaching, beat teams that they should not beat because they absolutely love and adore each other. 
For years, I've been watching this high school and been watching this team, and I've been impressed that they had relationships my team didn't have. I had really good technical coaches. They taught us the, the best techniques. They, did, they had great play calling. They did really good things. They did things really, really well, but they didn't do the relationship thing well. And so we were just a bunch of guys that like worked out together and played football and stuff. And that was kind of it. It didn't go beyond that. This team, my cousin's team that I love watching so much, they don't have all that stuff. Their coaches don't really know as much about what they're doing, and they're not super disciplined. And those are like the giant keys to success. But they still win games. They still go to the playoffs. They're still fun to watch because these guys love each other. And one of the things that they do that makes them love each other so much is they meet up four times a week, and I don't mean like 45 minutes in the gym. I mean they spend like a half an hour to 45 minutes working out in the gym lifting weights, and then they go outside and they literally spend like two hours conditioning. It's not even healthy. Like I'm not not joking. It's not even healthy what they're doing. And it turns out great for them because they care so much about each other. They clearly love each other because they've been together. They've been through the crap, the hot two-a-days in the sun, all of that. You know, remember the Titan style. They care so much about each other because they're obsessed with the team. They would rather, they would literally rather be hurt than to shame the team. They would literally rather be single and not have a date to the dance than betray a brother on the team. They would literally, like some of them, I guarantee would rather die than let down their teammates. It's incredible, and it's awesome to see. The other thing that you need to be able to do if you're obsessing about something is you need to be able to not just be a fan, but to apply what you're seeing. Um, Think about football. Like Everybody watches football in America. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people watch football in America. The guys that are going to be best on the football field aren't just playing football video games and watching football on TV. They're thinking while they're doing it. Okay, These are great tools for being successful in the future and being successful at something. Use your tools. Don't just watch a football game. Ask yourself, why are they successful? Why are they so good at what they do? So you, if you're a defensive player watching football, you're going to watch the guy that plays your position. You're going to watch his hands. You're going to watch his feet. You're going to watch what he does. If he's good at it, you're going to take the things he does well, and you're going to apply them to yourself. If he's bad at it, you're going to take the things he does, and you're not going to make those mistakes yourself. It's easy to sit there and just watch the game and enjoy it, but is it going to make you better? Think about music. You want to be a great jazz musician. Don't just listen to jazz. Don't just go practice your instrument. You're going to get your instrument out. You're going to play along. You're going to mimic the things they're doing. You're also going to go out and buy a biography and look at the things he did to be successful in show business. Be obsessed. Okay? Find balance, but be obsessed. If we made a pie graph of the things in your life, the things you spend your day doing, 24 hours in a day, we made a pie graph. I should be able to tell what's important to you based on how you spend your free time. Yeah, I know a big chunk of it's going to be like work or school, but in, I mean, in a perfect world, those things would also be something that you value. Anyway, what do you do with your free time? 
you can tell what's valuable to me. I take my health very seriously. And I take um, extended learning very, very seriously. So what big, the two big chunks of my time outside of the school day are going to be um, food prep and working out. That's going to take about two, two and a half hours of my day every day is working out and preparing food. And then you're also going to see two to two and a half hours of my free time being spent listening to podcasts, reading my Bible, taking notes, stuff like that. You're also going to see about 45 minutes every day of me putzing with new podcasts, recording something, editing something, getting something ready to put out on the internet, okay? maybe doing social media posts. I'm going to spend a lot of time on that because it's something really valuable to me. It's some message I want to get out. It's something I want to share. So if I look at your life, am I going to see spent two hours on his phone, watched three shows on TV, vegged out and watched Netflix? So if I talk to you, you're going to tell me Netflix is really important? If I talk to you, I bet you're not going to say Netflix is really important to you. I bet if I talk to you, you're going to say, man, I really love chess. Well, if you really love chess, why aren't you playing it? I really love music and I love to sing. Well, how many hours a day do you spend singing? I think you're going to figure out really fast why you're not where you need to be. I really love academics. Like, I, I just love being the smartest person in the room. I just have a thirst for knowledge and I crave it. Okay, then how come you didn't study? Really, though. Think about how you spend your day, okay? Um, with that, gentlemen, I'm going to sign off. I want you to make sure that you are obsessed. Uh, we're going to talk about more stuff like this in the future. Keep tuning into more podcasts. Think about today, how can you shape your day? How can you shape your life around the things that you love? God bless you. Stay balanced and get obsessed. You have just listened to an episode of the Gird Up Podcast, a place where we're helping boys and men grow into the men that God has created them to be. Make sure you're sharing this podcast with your friends and family and relatives and the men around you in your life, both boys and men. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Coach Ungemach. Find me on Facebook as Charlie Ungemach. Or you can email me at CoachUngemach at gmail.com. Have a great day.